drafted as fantasy originally by Aldenova, covered by... Steel Panther. Oh. Yeah. So Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025 are the phone numbers. If you'd like to reach us here on the program, we'd be happy to take your phone calls. But right now, it is time for us to do news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. If you're looking for those Uggs, guess what? They's got them. They got all the Uggs, the men's, the women's, the kids, all kind of stuff. They have over 150 different brands in there as well, not just Uggs. They also have the light-up sketchers for the kids. That'd be pretty cool. Why do you have Christmas to be a kid tree. to have those? Uh, you can, you know, I, I don't know what sizes they make them oh, in. If that's true. they do it in size 12 or 13, we can see about getting you some. Thank you. Uh, stop into a Pelt's location near you for the perfect fit. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get yourself 10% off. Pelt shoes, the perfect fit. See uh, a guy on, uh, mm-hmm. The guy on uh, Twitter that said that he um, whispered Galvin in the woman's ear and she smacked him because he realized yes. he was in the wrong store. Oh, <laughs> ridiculous. I saw that uh, our buddy Dave was getting some shopping done over there. He got himself some Uggs. Uggs? Dave and the Uggs? Yeah, well, he got Uggs. I don't know whether. Oh, oh maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe it's a secret. It's first girlfriend. He put it on social media. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, so be careful if you're in Tampa. Crews have been working around the clock to try and repair a broken water main that sent water gushing into the streets on Tampa uh, on Monday. It's ridiculous. Uh, flood, flooding roadways and running into nearby neighborhoods. As of Tuesday morning, this morning, the entire city of Tampa and uh, some surrounding areas remain under a boil water notice, okay? So all the uh, city residents and those living in certain areas like Hillsborough County, including East Lake, Fairview, Herschel Heights, Pebble Creek, Palm River, Seaboard, all around there, uh, who receive water from the city under the are under the boil water notice. Uh, residents have been asked to turn off their lawn sprinkler systems as well to help preserve the water. Uh, if you don't know what you should be doing, uh, you should uh, bring your water to a rolling boil and hold it at the boil for a minute before consuming it. It's also safe to add one eighth of a teaspoon of bleach for one gallon of tap water. So I, still wouldn't do that. I don't like that. Okay, okay, but you can boil the water, but you can do that as well and let it stand for 30 minutes before drinking it. Uh, use unscented household bleach as recommended. You don't want lilac or anything like that. Uh, you can also get water for water purification tablets and iodine at like camping and sporting goods stores. So if you want to do that, that's a safe alternative as well. But they should have it fixed. But right now we're still under a water boil. Yeah, no, I don't know where this. Do I have to worry about this? Yes, uh, you're yeah. in Tampa. I do. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm not in Tampa. I'm in Lutz. What? Where do you pay your water bill? What does the water bill go to? Do you know? I don't know. I don't pay Ask your wife. Bill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or just drink it. Yeah. Let us know what happens. I'll let you know if I grow a second head. Yeah. No. I I would <laughs> imagine that you are probably on the same thing. All right, well, I mean, get it fixed already. I didn't care about it before, but now that it affects me, let's go. So the crazy thing about this was I was literally in the shower, and my water went like this. Oh, really? Yeah, it, like, went to half the power, and I was like, what in the hell is that? And I'm like, 
I know I paid my water bill, so I went and looked on the side of my house just to see if, like, a pipe was just spewing out water or something. I'm like, no, everything's fine. I didn't know whether maybe it got cold, but it didn't get that cold. So I'm like, what the hell is this? And then Carmen sent that thing that said yeah. the... Uh, How about Carmen with the breaking news? I know, right? right? Thanks, Carmen. You're welcome. I was, done. I was avoiding doing homework by playing on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that hell came yeah. through? Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you. That, You're that got me going. I, I, you know, I figured out what was happening to put it up on the uh, breaking news section of our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, UK health authorities began rolling out the first doses of a widely tested and independently reviewed COVID nineteen vaccine today. Good luck out there. Yeah, starting a global immunization uh, program that is expected to gain momentum as uh, serums win approval. The first shot came early this morning at uh, one of the network hospital hubs uh, around the country where initial phase of the UK program will be rolled out, what is uh, being dubbed as V-Day. Because vaccine, oh, vaccine. yeah. Nice. Uh, public health officials are asking the public to be patient because only those who are at risk, but this is over in the U.K., so we don't have to worry about it. I heard but, the first one over here is an old lady, a 97-year-old old lady. Really? You know, she's UK, sick, yeah. and, and uh, mm-hmm. or they were giving it to her, and, uh, you know, because if she dies, they're going to be like, ah, she, what's she if have she left? If she dies, she dies. <laughs> right. That's a good life. <laughs> yeah. Oops. All right. Uh, I live for those moments. I don't know what's going on. A new report claims that President Trump is considering a dramatic White House departure that includes a final Air Force One flight to Florida where he will host an opposing rally during Joe Biden's inauguration. People familiar with the discussion told NBC News that Trump plans to skip the swearing-in ceremony of his, his successor and that he floated the idea of a Florida rally to announce a 2024 bid to reclaim the White House. Trump said last month that he would leave office if the Electoral College votes for President-elect Joe Biden, but also alleged massive fraud in the vote count and promised to continue his uh, legal battle, asked if he would consider running uh, on the uh, Republican ticket in 2024. Trump said at the time, quote, I don't want to talk about 2024 yet. Mm, interesting. Okay. I don't think he's going to do anything. I don't think he, I think he's going to be a much happier thorn in everybody's side. Uh, you know, whether he starts his own news network or whatever he does, but just being the one that constantly is poking people and, and I think it's easier for him because then he doesn't have to really be accountable for, for much. Yeah. And I think that the pressure is off of him, and I think that he'll enjoy that more. Because even as Don Jr. said on the show, why he wanted to do this in the first place, he'd never know. And Eric Trump said he would never go into politics after seeing what he saw. So uh, I don't know. That's my that's my guess, but who knows? The world's a crazy place right now. Yeah, it is. He'll just be a rogue jerk instead of in charge of everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I think that if he... If he goes forward with the news network, which is which is what he was planning on doing before he even ran for president, uh, if he goes forward with that, then that'll give his people a place to go. He's know he's got, he's got a dedicated group of of people who are going to support him. And if he continues with the fake news, real news, I'm going to be the guy that tells you, and then starts leaking out a couple of secrets of things that maybe we shouldn't they didn't want to tell us. He'll he'll gain a lot of traction there. Now whether or not he wants to be 
president again. I don't know why he would imagine he runs again and loses. How embarrassing that would be. Right, right. So I think I think once he's done, he's done. Well, he threatens and he uses it for for power, but I don't think he does it again. He had said uh, during the uh, run that he said, uh, you know, if Joe Biden beats me, I may have to leave the country. Yeah, you know. At least he didn't say I will leave. Right, right. Like most of them. Uh, So there's a 51 year old guy named Michael Filipkowski. He's from right here in Clearwater, Florida, and he got his nickname Bud Light Mike because he loves Bud Light, even if he doesn't get it legally. He's been arrested twice for carrying open containers of Bud Light. He also has been arrested twice for stealing cases of Bud Light from stores, and he was once arrested for skipping out on a bar tab where he drank Bud Light. Uh, Yeah, so he was in true form on Saturday when he was caught stealing a 24-pack of Bud Light from a grocery store. The cops found him nearby along with 21 of the 24 cans. Uh, They wound up arresting him. Here's a picture of old Bud Light Mike. Let me see old Bud Light Mike. Hey! Sounds about right. Bud Light Mike. BLM, different. Listen, that guy looks like the guy from uh, Braveheart. Like, he could be in Braveheart or Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make yeah, his hair if he wasn't wearing on. orange. Yeah, put some fur on him. <laughs> or Light. like a Judas Priest t-shirt. Sure. <laughs> Bud Light Mike. Bud Light Mike. On Friday night, a couple in the uh, villages were surprised when a company called Fuzzy Vodka rolled up to their driveway uh, with a tricked-out golf cart. Rick, the husband, Rick uh, Skutik, uh, and his 59-year-old wife, Danette, won the cart that is, uh, uh, they won it over 11,000 other people in the contest. They were thrilled. Their neighbors clapped and cheered and everything. But then, just a few hours later, Danette was arrested after she flipped the golf cart while she was driving it around. One of the people in the cart was taken to the hospital in an ambulance, and Danette was charged with DUI. Oh, There's a picture funny. of Danette. Oh. oh, she's in the oh. villages. Leave her alone. I won the golf cart. I yeah. thought that's why you drive a golf cart, because yeah. you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm not mad at you, Danette. Yeah. Bud Light Mike is uh, a little bit of a thief, but you're all right. You're just a partier. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Bud Light Mike would party with them for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm having some golf cart issues. Uh-oh, what's Uh-oh. going on? I, just, I don't know. It never, Run it into your garage again? No, it just never <laughs> fully works right. I, I, I have it reupholstered, which is fine. It looks beautiful. Then uh, I had to have new batteries put in it, which gets Gas or electric? Expensive. Electric. Okay. Then, uh, you know, if you don't do proper, like, get to put water in the battery and all this stuff. After a while, it dies out. So I had it supercharged. It's all ready to go. I was so excited, and I started driving it. Like, it was like two miles an hour. I'm like, mm. oh, <laughs> thank you. I wanted to take it out for a little little stroll the other day, but I was afraid to go past my driveway. I didn't want the worst thing you could do on a golf cart is take it a mile away from your house and it die on you. You yeah. should just you should just buy one of those uh, four wheelers. It's like kind of the hunting four wheeler. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Just buy one of those instead yeah, of a golf cart. I'm thinking about a Segway. Oh, those would be fun. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> are you also are you also thinking about having your arms in cast? <laughs> you can't fall on a Segway. That's yeah, the whole yeah. point. It's impossible. Yeah. Remember when President Bush fell immediately? He got on and they went whoop, yeah, far into the so good. Uh, cops in Massachusetts arrested a uh, man who allegedly broke into a mansion owned by Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, and, and Giselle. Giselle's there too. Uh, by the way, Giselle has more money than Tom, right? Uh, no, really? no way. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think she does. I really? Think she, wow. Yeah, I think her net worth was like $300 million or something. Uh, hold on. Let's see how much she is worth. Because she was uh, making a lot of money uh, modeling. 
Really? Giselle Networth. So my whole thing is is like, uh, what does she do? Like, is she making me buy clothes? No, not me, obviously, but like, is that the thing? Oh, she, she may, looks so yeah. good. In- so she's estimated at how much? Do you think? Wow. I would say she is estimated at uh, fifty million. Fifty million. What do you think Tom's estimated at? Two hundred. Two hundred. Any other guesses? Yeah, don't, don't, I, don't, I saw Tom. I saw, don't, but okay, I didn't well, see Giselle. Okay, what's Giselle? What do you think? I would say Giselle's got to be with all the Victoria's Secret stuff. I'll say one hundred and fifty million. Okay, that's what I would guess. Uh, so Tom is uh, around one hundred eighty million. They say, and Giselle is around four hundred million dollars. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you'd think the two of them, they would pay Derek Jeter some money for that, huh? <laughs> just squatting in it. So well, this guy got busted. Uh, he was taken into custody on suspicion of breaking and entering at 5.55 a.m. Cops say that they, uh, the guy set off multiple house alarms, uh, and then the uh, break-in suspect actually has a history of Tom Brady-related crimes. Oh, I see. That's not good. Le- yeah, that seems that says that there's a problem here. Last yeah. year, the guy whose name is Zanini Sinius uh, was arrested for stealing Tom Brady jersey from the New England Patriots Hall of Fame uh, exhibit in Foxborough. Officials said that uh, at the time, he allegedly tried to stuff the uniform under his shirt along with a glove from the exhibit and uh, make a break for it. There's a picture of him up on Bone TV. I yeah. guess they caught him. He was sleeping on the sofa in, oh, in Brady's house. Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty yeah, scary. I, I got to tell you, I don't. Uh, I'm not, I have no Derek Jeter-related crimes. No. In my record. And um, these are the guys. I mean, this is going to keep how you got to shoot this guy. Right. He's coming downstairs. He's in your county kitchen. You have to shoot him because he'll keep coming back. So I was listening to a uh, Dateline. And on the dayline, this kid, this lady goes out and she plays paintball. And she's in her probably, she's probably like 32 or something. And she's playing paintball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, the kid uh, was like, you know, 19, 20, something like that. And they met playing paintball. And he was talking to her and she could tell that there was something wrong. But she felt like an older sister type of thing. But then he became obsessed with her and started calling her at work and doing all this stuff. Oh, and boy. like a hundred times a day. And all, and he would show up, and she said she was afraid to go even get her uh, mail without carrying a gun with her. Now, what do you do in that situation? I say, so this guy is coming over and doing all this stuff. She said she would come home, and there'd be a pair of her underwear on the front door because he was showing that he broke into the house and stuff. Dude, there was, kill that guy. There was, there was one time where she came home. He was in her room completely naked with her lingerie, like garters oh. and stuff on, looking at himself in the mirror. Oh. Now, Mike has the right idea you call say that that's a friend of yours mike and she calls you and says this is a situation you go you tell her say hey have him next time he calls tell him to come over meet you at seven o'clock at your house and say please don't do anything bring any weapons or scare me like that i just want to talk to you and whenever he comes in you kill him and go yeah we were there and he broke in and tried to kill him the house yeah exactly yeah or i just wait till the first time i come home and he's leaving underwear in my house and i just you know, shoot them then. I like. I, I we're saying this very casually, but what I'm, the point is is that if you don't do something about it, well, can I tell you what he back. did? You what know, he did? Yeah. So he wrote her a letter and said, "I'm going to get revenge on you because she stopped talking to him and said, you know, had the police arrested him for stalking and all this stuff." He goes, "I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to make you wish that I did." Oh. And then he went over 
and killed uh, her neighbor and stabbed her five-year-old son like 18 times. The kid wound up living through it it and stuff. Yeah, but so if you would have killed that guy, then no one else would have been hurt. But that's why you have to. Right, right. That's why you have to because you'll know that that guy will keep coming back because you've not given him any reason not to. Yeah, and you may be asking the question, well, what if he wasn't going to do that? Eh, still. Yeah. Put himself in that spot. Yeah, Do the Tom Calta. But that is the Tom County. Yeah. If you don't hit him the first time, he's going to keep coming mm-hmm. back. Yep. I mean, that's the, that's the most important lesson my father ever taught me. So Tampa Bay's new NBA team, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, can we change it? Tampa Raptors? Like, that's the yeah, name right? now, right? I mean, I, I feel like if we just keep saying it, it'll just happen. You're Tampa Raptors! <laughs> uh, they're currently practicing at St. Leo University. Oh, Mike, you could probably just go right in, right? Yeah, yeah I'm a, 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 I'm a what do they call it? Distinguished alumni. Uh, the <laughs> team relocated to Tampa after uh, for at least half of the season due to can- uh, ca- Canadian coronavirus travel restrictions uh, and they're practicing at the uh, JW Marriott uh, in Water Street, just a walk right across from the Amelie Arena there, which where they will be playing their home games at the Amelie Arena and that home game, first one, is on Friday, December 18th against the Miami Heat. Here Ooh, we go. Dom. Well, yeah, I Let's believe go. so. It's a that's a preseason game, and then the first regular season competition will actually be December twenty third against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. That I would like to go to. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen I, an NBA game live in forever. The last one I went to was a Heat game. Yeah, and uh, I would love I would love to just start going to basketball because I, I don't care who they are. I just want to watch basketball. Can I tell you how long ago it was? So I used to go to uh, basketball games all the time when I lived in Chicago and the Bulls were playing. But the last game I went to was for my dad's birthday, and I took him. We drove over to New Orleans, and we saw New Orleans play against the Houston Rockets because it was Yao Ming's rookie year. Wow, really? Rookie year. How long has he been retired? (laughs) So uh, what does that look like in person, Yao Ming? He was unbelievable. He was unbelievable because he was so big and so good. Like, he could shoot from outside and do outside. Yeah. It was unbelievable. He and retired he, in 2011, by yeah, the way. He was 7'6", 310 pounds and wasn't fat. You know what I mean? So no, big. The first time I ever saw uh, somebody that was that lanky was Sean Bradley, and it was weird. It looked like a spider had lost a couple of legs <laughs> and just walked out onto that. It was, it was just awkward to see. So now to see that guy. To see Yao Ming at seven six, man, uh, must have been amazing. He retired what year in Spanish? Two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah, because he came in two thousand two. So that was two thousand two. So it's eighteen years. Wow. Last time I saw a basketball game live. That's yeah. so crazy. I'd go see the Raptors though. That'd be fun. I would see the Raptors. Uh, so Twitter released its top twenty or top tweets of twenty twenty. Uh, what do you think was the most retweeted tweet of the year? Uh, it was something, obviously, something big that happened. Most retweeted tweet uh, of 2020. That Joe Biden won the election. No. Something. I will tell you, it is uh, a death. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Um, Who died? A lot of people. I know. Is anybody else hearing an echo from me? No. I do not. Check. Nope. Check. Hello. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. When you do that. There's a little. Mm, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, who was the big death this year? Big death. 
Nobody really knew that it was oh, coming. Oh, Chadwick. Yes. Oh, yeah. Chadwick Boseman's death. Yeah. That was the big uh, most retweeted. Oh. Uh, what was? Who is the most tweeted about person this year? Trump. You better believe it. Carmen's <laughs> two for two. And the most tweeted about sports team was? Lakers. Uh, Lakers. Carmen, Lakers. three for three. Oh, man, Carmen, crushing it. You get a, a bone prize back. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Keep it. Uh, Carmen, today is a food day. Okay. You want to guess what it is? What kind of food? I will tell you. It's a dessert. It's a dessert? Yes. Ice cream. It's not ice cream. No, it's pie. No, it's oh, not I mean, pie. No, no, I didn't mean pie. I meant pie. I meant it's, uh, it's cake. cake. It's no. Cake. It's, uh, not cake either. Not British. It was just pie. cookie day, so muffins. No. Cupcakes. You're getting closer. Um, um, muffin cupcakes. Muffin cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Donuts? No. Ooh. Think about think about uh, your mom would make them for you. Nice big brownies. Yeah, you yes. better believe it. Nice yes. big glass of milk and brownies. Yeah. Today is National Brownie Day. Listen, undercook them, leave them sit out. They're a little so bit right. chewy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, opposite. Lots. Overcook them, get those edges really hard. Oh. You like them? You oh. really do like them? Yep. Crunchy? Really? Yep. Oh, give me the edge all, t- all day. Oh. You've seen those oh. pans where they're all edge? Yeah, yeah. weird. Yep. Hey, uh, side note, Toronto Raptors tickets not on sale yet. I just went to Ticketmaster.com, and it says uh, there's some information about the on sale, even for the preseason game, will be coming out soon. Well, don't forget, if you buy your stuff through Ticketmaster, you're going to either have to show proof of a COVID vaccine or a negative test result in the last 72 hours before the event. Mm. 72 hours? Yeah. Which, I don't know how they're going to be doing that. Me either. Um, I, I know that some places will be on. I don't know either. Maybe you have to go on your phone or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I have some new music for you guys. Yes. Okay. I have some new music. It is a cover of the Pogues uh, song Christmas All Over Again. Okay. Let me know when you know. I'm going to tell you this is a artist. This is a singer who is normally in a band, but this is him doing it. Okay. Okay. So take a listen to this. When you know who it is, tell me who you think it is. Here we go. You know what's so funny is this is a cover of a Pogue song that they yeah. did, and doesn't it sound like uh, "Used to Lovers" sped up by uh, Guns N' Roses? <laughs> yeah, Listen. Yeah. By the way, can he sing anymore? No. So, that, so let me explain it to you uh, as the Bon Jovi authority on yes. the show. John can't, John can't sing anymore. And he certainly can't hit high notes like that. So he has to sing with his mouth instead of his, his like diaphragm. And the, what was saving him was he always had Richie who could sing in the back. And when they harmonized together, it still sounded good. And they knew how to switch off lyrics where Richie would sing the high stuff and John would sing the the stuff that he can get away with. And, and a lot of his singing is acting, you know, pointing out to the crowd. Right. And, you know, and he's really skipping notes he can't sing. So uh, without that, though, uh, he he sounds like this. And then also I listened to over the vacation they had a channel, they had a Bon Jovi channel on Sirius. 
and it was filled with uh, interviews and stuff like that, and he was going through the timeline and some stuff, and he actually refers to that when they he says at when grunge came around they you know right after that stuff when he saw things were changing he said they either have to change with the times or they will be he goes the the choice was either change with the times or be that band that goes out and just does tours where they play their greatest hits you know and he said that was what made them move to Nashville to record their album. Being, he goes, what everybody called the country album. He said, but the truth is, is that that was what was hot at the time. He goes, if we would have put flannels on and tried to go out there and be a grunge band, everybody would have laughed at us. He goes, so we evolved into doing what the thing, and I think that that is what ruined whatever right, they had. Right, because here's the thing. Do what you do, and your fans are going to love it, and if you put out new music that sounds like Bon Jovi, and that's great. You don't want to switch and do the country stuff. That just right. is terrible, and it looks like you're just trying to do something and get one over on your fans. ACDC never changed. Van Halen never changed. You know what I mean? Like, Not yeah. that they never changed. They obviously progressed, and their sound became different, whatever, but it, it was still them. Immediately, you knew that's he, ACDC. You knew sounds, that, that was Van Halen. He sounds like he is still like so that what they what he did was he pointed out um and you don't have to be a fan of any of these bands the business thing that i'm interested in he he pointed out that um you may like it you may not like it you may consider them sellouts or whatever but he pointed out that they were still the largest tour every year every time they went out mm -hmm. they were the number one grossing tour they still sold millions of albums uh they were the number one selling album of you know whatever years they were doing it he, he's like you know we still had major major success and that was what his goal was was to keep the band relevant all these years. Now, I think they just they they just found a different audience. They, oh yeah, they I think that there's crossover. people. I think that there's people that uh, love their you know so-called country stuff and are like, I'm not real big fan of Slippery When Wet. I'd have you know a hard I mean? time <laughs> going to see them in concert. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I, you're I you're may... gonna get four, maybe five songs that you're like, yes, I love these songs, and the rest are gonna be milk toast. And I and I like really. I mean, we talked about it before. I, I listen to all that 2011, 2012 crap, the Rihanna and uh, Eminem and all that stuff. I like all that music, but I don't. And I even like some country music, but I don't want to go. I mean, I listen to his new stuff over the vacation, and it's just it's just I, not my thing at all. Mm. It's uh, uh it's it, when Bruce Springsteen started doing. He they took this album, they had it done. And then they went back and reworked it after COVID, and all the songs, it's, the album's called 2020, and all the songs have to do with what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly what I said. <laughs> like, we don't have enough of that in our faces. But you take a guy like Springsteen who does something like that, and he's singing about the, the tough times that people Working are having. Working man. And, yeah, yeah, you feel it. It's real. When you get it from this guy, it's like, hey, remember when you guys used to do... Uh, shot through the heart. Let's get more of that. That's right. What we want to see. Want yeah, to and like you said, love. he is totally singing just mouth and nose because mm -hmm. he just has that. Nah, 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 and it's like, ugh. Yeah, he put in his time. He's 60 something years old and he's, he's, uh, you know, been very super successful. He's been one of the most successful people to ever do it. So that, that's it. And, and, uh, I don't know. Will, you, will Richie come back at all and will they ever do anything mm, together? Probably not. I don't think so either. How sad yeah. is that? Yeah, that sucks, but yeah, probably not. Mm. Uh, so Lifetime will debut a 15-minute mini-movie this weekend where Mario Lopez plays a sexy version no, no. of KFC Colonel Sanders. <laughs> it's called, yes, it's called, in. It's called A Recipe for Seduction, and we have the trailer up on Bone TV. Take a look at this. This is funny. Here we go. 
What the hell are you doing? A Lifetime original mini-movie. You don't answer my proposal, and now you're not answering my call. I think I'm falling for the new chef. <laughs> Jessica is falling for Harlan. The cook? <laughs> Leave Jessica alone and skip town. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. <laughs> a secret recipe? A secret recipe? <laughs> Spare me. We all have our secrets. If you marry my daughter, I promise there'll be more long weekends in your future. Mom, I have to tell you something. We have a problem. Secrets out, chicken man. I'll take care of this. Ruining everything! Just kill him already! <laughs> Who the hell are you? Harlan Sanders, the new chef. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders <laughs> in a recipe for seduction. That's so good. That's so funny. Good. Whoever came up with these Colonel Sanders ads for uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken did a good job. Yeah, that's going to be on Lifetime. It's a 15-minute mini-movie. I Who was the first it. one? <laughs> Who was the first Colonel not, Sanders? Not like when they redid it. Well, I mean, uh, Daryl Hammond was... Uh, was Daryl Hammond first? Somebody did I it, and then like, uh, next, all of a sudden they were like out already. Uh, Norm MacDonald did it. I don't know who was the first one that they had. Oh, it was somebody famous. Maybe it was Daryl Hammond. Let's see. First, uh, Colonel Sanders reboot. <laughs> it was it was Daryl Hammond. It was... This says Daryl Hammond on PasteMagazine.com in 2015. It was the first guy brought in to play the new Colonel in 2015. And then he was out, and who was in next? Uh, I don't know next, but I know that uh, George Hamilton was the crispy one. Billy Zane was in there. Jim Gaffigan, Norm Macdonald, Reba McIntyre. Yeah, <laughs> stupid Rob Riggle was in there. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. This is Dolph Ziggler. Is that true? Jason Alexander. Know. Jason. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And then they had the the mountain from uh, from Game of Thrones. Wow. Remember he was one of the. That's he was, right. <laughs> they had a bunch of different ones. No, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That'll be funny. That, I mean, I, I'm not necessarily going to watch it. The, the trailer was enough for me. but that Yeah, was yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of breaking news. Oh. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. Let me get nah, to I don't know if you need the thing. No, I definitely need it. Uh, <laughs> I got it. I might as well use it, right? Yeah. Let's do this. I don't know. Yeah. With breaking news, we go to Mike Kelta on the street. Howard Stern, you heard of him? Yes. Has inked a new five-year deal to continue with Sirius XM. Wow, man. Which pushes him, what, 75 years old when he gets up? You realize, I, I mean, I don't know, my opinion is he's got to keep going until he gets a show good again. Everybody's going to remember how it was crappy at the end. Not a chance. Does it say the money or no? He's 66. Uh, no. That's it? I thought he was older. He's 66. So it'll be yeah, 71 when he gets out of there? It's a good career, man. It's a good career. It's a lot of money, and it's a lot of uh, history right there. So he, he, had done, so he had done the five-year $500 million, right? It was $100 million a year before. Then he did another one. And do we After know what that, that one was? It was? They say it was less than $100 million because the satellite was doing so bad not him though wow. still think about it even right. if you did five year uh 50, was 80 million a year. 50 million a year that's still Jeez. yeah i mean he's still he's still gonna be okay i think hmm. yeah he should be all right he should be yeah. all right oh i don't know <laughs> he should be all right <laughs> uh mike we talked a little bit about this yesterday i think you and i may want to start training because I'm we, we could be 
in the Olympics. What? Breakdancing is <laughs> now an Olympic sport. What? It'll debut at the 2024 Summer Games in Paris. Uh, sports like climbing, skateboarding, and surfing will debut next summer in Tokyo as part of a push to attract younger people to the game. Yeah, because, you, know, you know all those young people that are breakdancing right now? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, who's breakdancing? Nobody. We are. Not that I, mean, I know of. Calvin, <laughs> you're breakdancing on your If segment. you had to pick two people to represent us in breakdancing, who are they? Uh, I'm picking from uh, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Ozone and Turbo. Yeah, oh, and maybe right. even John Heffron. <laughs> that's true. Ozone, Turbo, Heffron. <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, what other countries breakdance? Oh, I'm sure a lot of them do. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm would've... sure that there's countries right now that are just getting, like, Herbie Hancock cassettes, and they're like, oh, yeah, all right. Start yeah, breakdancing. true. Hey, Joe, can you rewind that just a hair? Yeah. Just a hair to where that guy started doing it. Look at the white guy in the back. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> uh, some sad news. Chuck Yeager died last night. He was 97 oh. years old, so a good long life. In 1947, he became the first pilot. Yes, Carmen. Who what did Chuck Yeager do? First pilot to do what? Cross the Atlantic. No. Spanish? Chuck Yeager was the first pilot to man a balloon across the world. Joe, you might know because you were alive when it happened. I think it was, did he, was he the first one to break the sound barrier? You better believe correct. it. Yeah, oh, first wow. one to break the sound barrier. He was played by uh, Sam Shepard in the 1983 movie The Right Stuff. Yep, good scene. Driving around in the Corvette, too. That's a cool, cool. record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first he was the first guy to fly faster than sound. Because yeah, that's a pretty cool thing. Because he, he was a test pilot. If you're a test pilot, you know what you're doing? Crazy stuff that nobody's ever yeah. done before. Yeah, for real. You know, I mean, that's what it is. They're like, I don't know, get Jaeger. Oh. Let's see if this thing can break the sound barrier. <laughs> you have two. You have two outcomes. You set records or you die. Yep, right. that's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, nobody's ever done it before. We need a test pilot. Okay, what are the what are the outcomes? He dies or he sets a record. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, good for you, Jaeger. Ninety-seven years old after you flew. Maybe that. Maybe that uh, helped him age. Right. Maybe oh, moving yeah. that fast did something to his body. Changed yeah. his uh, molecular structure. Yeah. Move back in time. <laughs> if he got eight, up to eighty-eight miles per hour, is that the sound barrier? I, don't I think know. he made it. Yeah, I think he did it. That's the space-time continuum. Uh, so, oh, okay. Evander Holyfield says his team has been in contact with Mike Tyson's camp. And he strongly believes there's a very cl- they're very close to inking a deal for a third fight. Uh, he said, I'm a very confident person. I think it's going to happen. Uh, remember, after Mike fought Roy Jones Jr., Tyson revealed his team had been in touch with the Holyfield camp, but they weren't able to make a deal. But Evander says that uh, there's been some movement and it's heading in the right direction. Evander, who is 58, uh, could be fighting Mike Tyson, who is 54. That doesn't even excite me after watching that last fight. <laughs> no, no. No. It doesn't excite me at all. I mean, that thing was so awful. And and everybody who says that Mike Tyson wasn't trying to knock out Roy Jones Jr. is wrong. He was swinging. He was swinging for the fences. How do you say? Oh, I didn't. I didn't mean to knock him out. I just hit him in the head. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it, he was trying to knock him out because uh, they had a no knockout rule. But you weren't winning anything, so it didn't matter if he got disqualified. If he knocked him out, that's what the world wanted to see. Yeah. And he was trying his best to do it. It was awful to watch. I didn't like anything about it. I still love Mike Tyson. I still think he's a great fighter. I still I still find him entertaining. 
But I I don't know. I certainly wouldn't pay to watch that. I can tell you that. No, no. As long as I'm getting for free, I'll watch it. But, uh, yeah, paying for it, get out of town. Uh, I, I, you ever see the one-minute man on Barstool Sports? I love him. Yeah, he's great. I don't particularly like him. <laughs> really? However, he got me last night with this one. He <laughs> changed my mind about Logan Paul. He, Logan Paul's a goddamn genius. Logan Paul yeah. began calling out uh, Floyd Mayweather and uh, he got it going enough to where they actually have a fight coming up. The most ridiculous fight that you could ever imagine. A guy who's a YouTuber who's got two fights of which he didn't even win either one of them is now going to fight the greatest fighter of all time. And and that was simply because he he planned it out that way. And I started thinking I may not be giving Logan Paul enough credit. And and Logan Paul's whole thing is exactly what we said. He knows he's going to lose, but if he could land one punch, that may be all he needs. I, I look forward to watching Floyd Mayweather beat his face in, but it's yeah, still I think Floyd I think uh, he deserves more credit than I gave him yesterday. Yeah, I, I mean we said it's only upside for him. Like yep. it, it's totally smart on his side. It's dumb for for Floyd Mayweather. I think it's just idiotic for him to do anything. By the way, we're just about thirty seconds from the uh, first keyword this morning. It's a good thing you remember. I never remember. I know. I got I got everything going on here. Uh, but did you see uh, they talked to Dana White about it, and he said, when people ask me what's the state of boxing right now, that's where it's at. White said, he said, uh, didn't that kid get beat up by the effing video game kid in England, and now he's going to fight Floyd Mayweather? Mm. He said, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's out of control. That doesn't make any sense at all. No, no, and 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 uh, at least with Conor McGregor, you know, and Conor he's McGregor, a champion he was, fighter in right. a different you know sport, whatever. But but also a fighter. Yeah, here a, a uh, champion fighter. Here we go. First keyword. Here we go. This hour's bone bonus keyword is cold. Text COLD to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks. Powered by Suncoast Credit Union. Yeah, because the big thing with boxing used to be that, uh, you know, they had to set up fights. It had to be. It wasn't fighters fighting the best fighters. No. It was, let me fight this guy. I choose to fight this guy. It should be, your next in line for a title fight. This guy you know, beat this guy, now you two fight and fight for the title. That's how it should be, but it's not because there's so many different WBO, WBA, all IBF, all the different ones, but that's the way it should be. Now you just have guys who are like, hey, I'm famous. I want to fight Floyd Mayweather and make millions of dollars for getting my ass kicked, so let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it, these guys are going in there now knowing that they're just going to run around and try and keep their head together for a couple of rounds and walk away with millions of dollars, and that's garbage in any sport. You yeah. want to go in there and see the best. I mean, even Roy Jones, uh, obviously he was, he was a great fighter, but his fights were boring because once he won, he just laid back the rest of the time. It's not as exciting. Oh, no. Roy Jones was super exciting. He was super exciting. He was knockout. He was knocking people out left and yeah, right. Yeah, but during the end of his career, he'd get well, there. Well, end of his career, yeah. sure. You get on your bike a little bit and ride around and stuff. Right. But, yeah. No, but when he was in his prime, man, he was knocking people out, and he was so fast. He would do that where he would just come up and drop his hands, and they'd go to hit, and he'd put, just wail on him. It was great. Uh, well, so, yeah. uh, Joe, you probably know. I would say you were probably around... I would say 53 when this happened. 40 years ago today, John Lennon was shot outside his apartment in New York City. Yeah, a lot of Americans first heard about it from Howard Cosell on Monday Night Football. 
Uh, here is that call where uh, I guess there was a big debate off air whether they should talk about it during the uh, football game or not, and Howard Cosell went ahead and did it. Here is the uh, Monday Night Football with Howard Cosell talking about John Lennon being shot and killed. And I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty um, we have to take. Frank, <laughs> indeed it is. I love how he says it's hard to go back to the football game after that kind of news, and then he just goes, Frank, <laughs> <laughs> you, do it, Frank. <laughs> you take it from here. Yeah, uh, it, it Certainly, I, I remember some of it. What year was it? That was 40 years ago, so yeah. it would be uh, 1980. I remember, I remember it happening. I remember not caring as much as the adults did. You know, uh, it's funny as I remember that as well because uh, I was in junior high and I remember that a lot of the kids were like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, ah, "Never a fan of the Beatles." Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember that um, that they. I, I remember saying to my mother they played nothing but like Beatles music on the radio the next day. And I said to my mother, I wish Billy Joel would have died. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but yeah. I know. Right, yeah. I just only got to hear music that I like. Uh, and yeah. then I remember seeing adults crying and all the people gathered in Central Park, and I couldn't understand, you know, what, how this person could have had such an impact on all these people. And then uh, in years later, I find out, you know, the story of, of uh, what's his name? What was the name of the guy who shot him? Dan Chapman? Yeah, Mark David, Mark David Chapman. Chapman what a lunatic he was and my father ended up being one of the corrections officers who had to watch him for a little while oh yeah 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 i don't know i think my father told the story on the show but at the time there was an influx of asian women becoming nurses in new york coming here from other countries and other parts of the of our country because there was a big nursing boom and it was a it was a thing you know how you think like nail tech you think an asian lady was like nurse was asian sure yeah and uh, he said, it was my father and another corrections officer had to transport him from one area to another. And when they were in the car, the other guy was a big Beatles fan. And he and Chapman wouldn't say anything. He just kept them silent. And he goes, wait till you get there. The whole hospital's filled with Yoko. Yoko's everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Trying to what? freak him out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that's that. And this guy is still alive, right? Chapman. Mark David Chapman? Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. Was a fan was obsessed with him and uh, ended up going back and killing him. And and it all tied into... Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. He's 65 years old, Mark David Chapman. 65 years old will die in prison. Meanwhile, the guy who shot Reagan got out. <laughs> yeah. The guy shot a president and got out. Crazy. Yep. Uh, so finally in news, uh, according to a new poll, I have America's favorite workout songs. Uh, there is the top 20, but I, I say we, you know... Stick to maybe the top ten. You can guess. I'll tell you whether it's in there. What do you think? Top workout songs. And this is of all time. So there's songs time. from, from you know, this year. There's songs from, you know, Guns 70s. Guns and Roses has got to be in there. Guns and Roses, Spanish, you say. What yeah. uh, what song by Guns and Roses would you say? Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, yeah. Comes in at number three. Oh, wow. 
good pump up song. You know, obviously really they is. played a lot of the uh, uh, stadiums. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. <laughs> yeah. Your dad. Uh, Ted doesn't seem to be on the no. list. Tell number your dad. One. I'm sorry. Yes, number one. Olivia Newton John. Let's get physical. Uh, no, that is not number one. What? I can tell you, number get one. There's physical. a tie for number one. So there's two songs at uh, number one. Maniac uh, from uh, Flashdance. Uh, oh. No, that is not uh, in there either. Led Zeppelin. No, Zeppelin's not even on the list for any of really? them. Really? And you're yeah. guessing bands. This is about oh. songs. Sorry, 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 sorry. Metallica. <laughs> uh, no, surprisingly, Metallica not in the top 20. ACDC's in there for uh, Thunderstruck at 18. Uh, number 15, Back in Black by Can ACDC. Can you give us the, the genre of number one, or is that too much? Uh, is there a Bon Jovi hand? song in the top 10? Uh, in the top 10, there is no Bon oh Jovi. Uh, number five, What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger, yeah. Kelly Clarkson. I Am uh, Tiger. No, whoa, Spanish. No, whoa. Tied for number one. Yeah. I Am the Tiger by Survivor. Tied with the Rocky theme. <laughs> no, but that's great, too. <laughs> I wish that I had a bell in my gym. Like an old school metal bell. This yeah. way, when things are going bad, somebody could just hit it. <laughs> right, it wake you up. <laughs> no, it's that turning point in Rocky when he sure. hears the bell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four, number four for the best workout song. Final countdown. Lose oh. yourself by Eminem. Oh yeah, that's, oh, that's okay. number four. Right, yeah. So number three was Welcome to the Jungle, Guns N' Roses. Number well, number one tied for number one. I have the Tiger by Survivor. What is the other song? When you're when you're a white guy and you're doing. Crunches to Eminem, and you're like, this mom's spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's are sweaty. <laughs> Any guesses? I can tell you it is. Tied a, with Survivor. Tied with Survivor. It is a great band who uh, had a uh, recent resurgence. Black Skinhead by Kanye West. No. <laughs> oh no. That's is, what my wife listens to. Yeah. It is a band that has been around for quite some time. Oh, Fleetwood uh, Mac? No. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Sweat bands. Number one. Super exciting. Workout song. a resurgence. It's not Metallica. I mean, they've always been popular, but uh, they Rolling had something Stone. recently that uh, brought them back into the eye of a lot of people who didn't know who they were, maybe. Somebody Classic rock song. band. Band. Journey. No. Is. There was a movie made about them. Queen. Yeah. Number one. We will rock you. Not a good workout song. Oh, it's a great workout song. Now you gotta, you gotta start doing their... This is good if you're doing like uh, four count burpees. <laughs> This is making me want to work out today. Yeah, but I think that, don't don't stop me now is a great workout song too. <laughs> you know, you do though to that, you do right arm, left arm, and then clank the dumbbells together. So yeah. boom, boom, clink. yeah. <laughs> don't then, stop me now. You put makeup on <laughs> and start kissing all the guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you found out my workout. Mm -hmm. Oh, brother. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's good to know. There you that, go. Those are all awful. I think. Star. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to. Leave. I mean, that's. Oh. That's what would you say? Like, what would you say uh, is a good workout? I mean, I always pick a lot of my... I pick, like, my favorite songs that are... Like, I pick Metallica songs. I pick um, 
State of Love and Trust, like a fast Pearl Jam song. Yeah. I like e- to work out to EDM music. Oh, oh see, I can't do that. I like rap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you're running, it's one thing. But if you're working out with weights and stuff, I, I, yeah. it needs to be fast and loud. Oh, absolutely. Limp Biscuit is really, I know you guys laugh, but Limp <laughs> no, Biscuit like pretty Limp fun to work out, out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, when you, it's when you start realizing you're lip syncing nookie as you're Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Slayer, can you, Repentless. Yeah. Can you play Black Skinhead? Look, you're lifting every weight in the gym with this. You got it? Let me get that. Let me pull up. Let me pull down. Slap pull downs. Dumbbells, dumbbells, dumbbells. Running on the treadmill with my sword. Me? This is when I put the weights on. I walk over and I go, come on, lower this. <laughs> what am I playing? Black pinhead? Black skinhead. Black, yeah, Black skinhead. skinhead. Oh, US. US. I don't yeah. know if it's I don't think dirty. you can play it. No. You can play a little Black Maybe a head. little, like the first. It says explicit. I, I oh. don't like to do this. Run the jewels. I know. I don't Here, listen, you... real quick. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's, it. that's, yeah, that's a good song, though. <laughs> that's about all. Um, yeah, what were you going to say? Run the jewels is good, too. Run the jewels is fun to work out with, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, let me grab uh, Steve real quick before we go to break. Good morning, Steve. You're on the mic out the show. What's up? Hey, I was calling about the Christmas tree conversation with you and Gal. Yeah, I apologize. I was wrong. Yes. Well, is that and I mean, it sounds like Galvin actually set up his tree. You paid somebody. I don't even see how that's Ooh, fair. Yeah. Shots fired. I didn't pay anybody, by the way. I paid somebody to deliver the tree. I mean, you do pay do you self, pay self or does, does self just hang out and do stuff for you for free, or do you pay her? Yeah, no, no, we don't pay her. You don't pay her? No, we keep her like a slave. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> you pay her a sexual favors? Oh, I wish. Hmm. Uh, no, I, I, I had I, a I, comment about the colored light. You, you said Oh, we don't say colored anymore, sir. White trash? Wait, say it again? Colored Christmas lights or white trash? Well, what are white lights then? White power? <laughs> he waited all Save the time for, for six and nine. Um, you know, they're not white trash. The tr- when you put color, I'm just letting people know who are just tuning in. If, if you put colored lights on a tree and then hang all, because colored nice, uh, lights are nice. I have them hanging on my house. But when you put them on a tree and you start hanging all these decorations and the ones the kids made at, at school and the big wooden ones and those, those are, that's trashy. And yes, I also have one of those trees. I'm, I, I'm just saying, when you look at the two of them, one looks glamorous and one looks like a... Uh, it looks gaudy. Looks like gaudy. there's yeah. too much going on. John Gaudy. There you go. All right, we got to take a break anyway. The phone lines are now cleared; they're open. Those lines are who's who's making tea? Uh, I think Karishma is making tea, but oh I didn't my see God. her. So loud. I'm sorry. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. If you would like to speak to Dominic Ferriello, if you've got a question and you need legal services from Dominic Octavius Ferriello the third. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.